you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Damashek Football Program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 177 of the Dave Damashek Football Program. Available as always on iTunes and at NFL.com slash Sheck S H E K Sheck Sheck Sheck. That was a recommendation from somebody on Twitter that I start doing that. Black tie. We got to get a little sound of that. Actually, I want to. I want to get the crowd cheering that. I think that'll make it uh, feel even better. I feel a little self conscious doing it myself. All right, listen. Let's get into the world of football, the world of sports in general. With my main man back where he belongs, seated to my immediate right in his chair here in Studio Sixty Six. Uh, returning from vacation and from a trip to Canton, Ohio for the Hall of Fame induction stuff from NFL.com. It's Adam Rank. What's the poop, fella? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. I am oh, ready. Sure. I am ready to tackle the season now. Oh, I, I am... get a tackle. See, yeah. Use a metaphor. I don't I don't like when people use, like, baseball metaphors when talking about football. Yeah. When they're like, oh, this 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 Jonathan Franklin, he's a home run hitter. So you put him in the back. You're like, I don't, I don't, why don't you just say he's a touchdown maker? That's interesting. Isn't that but more then appropriate? again, I don't like, though, on the other hand, I feel like it's too on the nose when you hear it a lot in golf and tennis when they say the the announcers will say that's a good golf shot. It's like, well, yeah, we're watching golf. Of course it's a good golf shot. And you also hear McEnroe and the likes of those guys often say, hey, that's good tennis right there. Yeah, well, I mean, 
It Should he just say good? Like I say, it's I don't know what. I just feel like I say it's a little bit on the nose. All right. How so do you feel back. about how do you feel about when somebody says that's a courageous golf shot? Well, that's I, I've spoken out against that. I find that outrageous. And until there is no war underway in uh you know especially with uh guys wearing the red white and blue or should i say the drab uh, the drab green either way yeah until that is done with then uh, i don't think we need to refer to any deeds in uh, in sport as courageous all right now listen rank you're back from the hall of fame how mm-hmm. was it in canton ohio hall of fame always a good time wish you were there it's i know always- what, a, what a slap in the face that commish cadell didn't see fit to to bring me out for the ceremonies i think the two of us going around because i did have a chance to go out and talk to people about their jerseys i thought that would have been a great two-man job well listen so that's up on nfl.com right now there's video that is, oh, yeah. kibitz in about that all right so rank was out in uh, in canton a lot of other people were out some there behind well. the scenes stuff too some speeches and we'll find out there is a hall of famer who wore his hall of fame jacket to a prince concert well 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 now that now my interest is peaked and i want to find out about that also while you're at nfl.com like i say go go to slash check S-H-E-K, because uh, I ranked for absolutely no good reason. Well, one good reason. A listener dropped me a line on Twitter at Damashek and requested that I do this. So I did. I listed, I ranked the top ten or so Hall of Fame classes ever. So dig that one up. Of course, as usual, it upset more than half the people. Is that? um, That's the way it has to be. Who did you have as number one? I went with, and we talked about this with uh, Dan Hanzus from around the league, I went with Chaz Noll, uh, the, the 93 class that included Chaz Noll and Bill Walsh, two of the top four or five coaches of the Super Bowl era, mm-hmm. plus, it all, you know, plus you have Dan Fouts, who's always uh, underrated, and Walter Payton. So I, I find that one hard to, to argue with. But all right, listen, that's Hall of Fame. And 63 Frank, was out because that... They put in all the old timers. I old-timers. felt that I couldn't judge that. You know, it's apples to oranges. There's 17 guys versus every other class is four or five or six guys. All right, but then the weekend in Canton rank, as usual, mm-hmm. punctuated by the Hall of Fame game. And, oh, yeah, we saw those new uniforms. And there's more preseason action on the way. I want to make mention of the fact that NFL.com, NFL Preseason Live is now back. And listen, I make no bones about the fact that I, when I watch preseason football, I feel duped. Something's off. It's like watching Civil War reenactments. I am interested in the Civil War, but when you go and see the Civil War reenactment at Gettysburg and you see the guys dressed up, you look at it and you feel like, yeah, I'm looking at it. This is authentic. And then little things, you know, the guy eating a Zagnut, you know, in in the Confederate uniform this is this throws you off same thing with preseason football that being said if you are a fan of a team or of nfl football this is a great product for the fourth season now this is back condensed games for you full dvr controls all that sort of jazz 30 minute games and it's uh 20 bucks or i should i say 1999 very clever on Kamish Goodell's part to uh, to take that cent off to entice you even further. It's available on iOS and Android tablet devices. But here is the most important thing for you, the listener. If you are in the Czech Republic or one of the rank amateurs, you must go through NFL.com slash Czech, S-H-E-K. There will be a link up there for you. Go through that because we get credit for it in some way, shape, or form. I don't know how computers work, but listen <laughs> – 
This is the thing. Watch all your games. Rank, I get to looking at it, and, you know, even somebody who's not terribly interested in watching preseason games if, uh, objectively, there are plenty of juicy ones. You know, the Bengals are playing on Thursday, and by the way, Hard Knocks is back. Can't wait for that. At the time of this recording, we are a few hours away from its debut this season with the Cincinnati Bungles. I don't know that it's a great choice. I, they are my team, as you know. Bengals, Texans, this is going to be the AFC title game until further notice in my book. But So the Bengals will be interesting to see how that unfolds. I don't know if you're a contender if this is a great idea to be doing this just because it's you know, obviously it can cause a little bit of a distraction, but any of these preseason games coming up now that strike your fancy? Well, there's a lot of them. If you have a fantasy bent that you want to go out and watch some games, like, you know, the Packers will play host to the Cardinals on Friday night and you want to get a chance to look at Eddie Lacy, Jonathan Franklin. Maybe you didn't see him play at UCLA and want to see what he's all about. So that's going to be fun. I agree with that, by the way. Everybody has just decided Eddie Lacy is the man, and nobody's really talking about Jonathan Franklin. There's every reason to think, especially in an offense like that, that needs someone dynamic, that Franklin maybe will get uh, more touches over the course of the season. And if you talk to people who follow the game and follow the Packers, they say that Franklin does a lot of the things that the Packers coaches are going to expect from him. And one of the big things, too, is Franklin is returning punts. Now, that shows me that this is a guy that they want to get on the field. This is how they break people Onto the field. Randall Cobb started off as a kick returner, now has worked his way up to being the top receiver there, especially with Jordy Nelson going to be out for a couple of weeks, probably close to a month. So, yeah, so you look at these position battles. That's what I'm How always... about VY in that game? You might see Vince Young get out onto the field there. That would be a lot of fun. That's worth the price of admission for me. I want to see what he can do. And like I said, I mentioned this on Twitter, and people react, oh, he was terrible. Oh, how could you say that? I said, listen. <laughs> Why did it take so long? Why would he have to go to a contender? What about a bum team or a team that is looking to to break through? Why not why the Browns, you know, it's redundant to bring in Jason Campbell as far as I'm concerned. Of course. Change of pace with VY especially. This and I'm not just saying that because of the pistol, but of course, the pistol makes a guy like Vince Young more compelling as far as I'm concerned, a, a, a more compelling option or to have him on your roster. But beyond that, he was like, like we've said, he's a, he was a winner at Tennessee. I know he acted cuckoo a couple of times. And then the whole dream team thing maybe scares off some teams. But the fact is, he's certainly better than if you're the Vikings. Why get Matt Castle when you could go out and get Vince Young? I mean, again, change of pace, completely different sort of thing for, for the opposite defense to try and contend with. So that's a good game. And, of course, you can't go without uh, – you can't talk preseason without saying this is really the prime time, the New York Jets. Wouldn't it be right. fun? You know, Geno versus Mark Sanchez. If they don't go with – Mark Sanchez in this game, when are we ever going to see him again? Answer, right. never, unless Geno Smith gets hurt. True? True, very much. He'd be buried if he if he doesn't play. And you also will get a chance to see, we, we got a chance to see the Dolphins uniforms in the Hall of Fame oh, game. Oh, yes, that's what I started to talk about, right. And now you have the Jaguars uniforms, which I feel oh, because... Oh, Jags and Dolphins for a uniform aficionado. This is, this is your highlighted game of the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. All right, listen, point is... NFL.com, NFL Preseason Live. 
Make sure you click through NFL.com slash Sheck, S-H-E-K, and do that so uh, so we get credit. And Kamish Goodell pats me on the back and says, you know what? You've earned your keep. We're sending you to Canton in 2014. Just uh, a heads up, Rex Ryan did announce that uh, Mark Sanchez will be starting the game for the Jets. Uh, Gino getting some – Gino will obviously that? get some reps, but Mark Sanchez will be starting. That was easy game. to get. See, I said that, and I didn't even know it. Uh, of, course, of course. How could they not go with Mark Sanchez? Thank you for the update. I appreciate that. And, uh, listen, we have a lot to talk about here on the show, Rank. We're jumping back in, and uh, in, just a, in just a little bit, a little bit more uniform stuff. I feel like, and, and let me also let you know that we have our pal Akbar Baja Biamila from Fantasy Live and Beyond jumping in here. We're going we're gonna to do more Inside Out, the segment that we brought in Darren Sharper for last week. Hard-hitting Riley Cooper talk. Me and Darren Sharper got into it, and, uh, and how. And we also talked about what went in the locker room when the Saints were playing the Colts and what the discussion was like with Sean Payton calling the onside kick in the locker room or the reaction. Good stuff there. And then we had Akbar in a couple weeks ago. And so we'll get more inside out. It's You you know what it is, Rank. It's about this is a, our – we throw our speculation at somebody who actually was in an NFL locker room to validate or to eradicate our, uh, our hypotheses and, and myths and so on. But also, I think with – you know, Riley Cooper, now back on the field for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And there's a photo floating around on Tuesday morning of a young fan waiting for Riley Cooper to hit the field in a number 14 jersey, in the Riley Cooper jersey. This stinks. A-Rod, I am not up on Mount Pius. I am not a resident of Mount Pius like so many other people, like pristine souls, like Kurt Schilling and... and uh Every, you know, listen, 90% of the baseball talking heads weighing in, wagging fingers, wringing hands, and so on about A-Rod. And, yes, A-Rod is clearly, well, certainly seems to be lying and, you know, and he's cheating to gain an advantage and so on and so forth. You know, I, I don't know that you would ever realistically be able to catch the guys for PDs. I know nothing about science and chemistry, but from what I gather, you don't. There, there, there really isn't practically a way to ever pin down everybody who's doing it because the people who create these things are a step or two ahead of your ability. They can cloak them or whatever when mm-hmm. you read online about it. So I don't know that you can ever completely destroy uh, the use of them in the sport. Meantime, I'm not up on Mount Pius about it, but I think the people when you saw on Monday night, if you watched the game in Chicago, no less – People standing and applauding for A-Rod, that's weird. What, was mm-hmm. a, what did he do to deserve your standing ovation? That's a, that's a weird thing. Anyway. I think they've made him into a sympathetic character. I guess so. But then he takes the microphone and he and then he quickly <laughs> he erases it. Yeah, you don't want to like. But the, the thing is, who are you cheering for is the thing. And then the Patriots had the big uh, give back your 81 Hernandez jerseys and all that jazz. So. Anyway, in just a little bit, Rank, let's talk about this. We, we've we've uh, dipped our toe into these waters previously. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, really get into it. The best and worst jerseys for fans to own for all 32 teams. And this we'll, we'll, we'll get into it in a little bit. But look, I'm going to interrupt that conversation because here he comes right now, Rank. It's our pal, NFL Fantasy Live. Also, American Ninja Warrior. Here he is, everybody, in Studio 66. 
Akbar Baja Biamila. What's the poop? Oh, man. Just got, I had a rough ride coming in right Why? now. Uh, the helicopter, uh, there was a little wind gust over uh, the, the NFL uh, studio here, so I had to come in on a helicopter, and it was a little rough landing. Did that sound a little big time? Big shot. Mr. <laughs> big. Mr. Big. That's Speaking not of, a true story. Speaking Network of, TV star. He always <laughs> likes to explain about just how big he is. Truly, well, well, in you, all you, aspects. Well, I am. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a big guy. I mean, six you, six, you made two hundred and sixty pounds. You made you that know. perfectly clear the last time you were on the show. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. And in fact, he revealed that when he would reveal himself in the locker room to reporters, some of whom are female. No, I got harassed by her female reporter, and I'm not know. saying her name because you I don't know if she's still working. Go back and dig that one up. It was very good. I figured out good. who it was too. So, like I say, American. Uh, uh, American Ninja Warrior. How much? Uh, how much more left in the season here? Well, you know, right now we're in the Baltimore finals, so we got to go to Miami. We've got to go to uh, Denver, and then we get to Mount Midoriyama in Las Vegas, which is the big one. And we've got a surprise too. Can I we... can't really say what the surprise is, but um, it's never been done on American Ninja Warrior before. So, I mean, you've got to continue to tune in on NBC's uh, NBC at eight p.m. So you've already taped the Las Vegas portion. Oh, yes. Okay, so that's yeah, already it, done. It, yeah, that's already done. When and, was it? When did that happen? Uh, it happened this summer. Uh, well, actually, we're still in the summer. Huh? We've got uh, a little bit more yeah. days. Is the big surprise. More days. Is the it's, big surprise. You know what would be cool? But I'll put it like this. It's a huge surprise. It's like, I mean, like a grand surprise. Whoa. Yeah, grand. So you use a samurai sword and cut the loser's head off. Uh, that would be well, pretty cool. What I'm upset about, though, is that... I like Las Vegas. I like to visit there. I never got a, I never got a text to be like, hey, I'm going to be filming the show out here. Oh, I know you're no, a huge fan no, I, of the show well, and Las yeah. Vegas. No, Frank we, we, is yeah. much more of a Vegas guy than I am. We could have gone to Batista's Hole in the Wall, had a nice meal. I have no idea what that is. It's an Italian place. You, yeah. would, you would like it. Yeah, I'll eat hotel food. Do your business and leave. Rank, <laughs> Rank needs to get a retire. I mean, a uh, vacation home out there. All right, listen. Let's get right into it, Black Tie. Play the music. It's time for Inside Out. Oh, boy. This is Inside Out. Tell it like it is. Tell it like it is. Tell it like it is. All right. You know how this works, Akbar. Rank and I throw some some of our notions at you, and you tell us. And let's start with the grim stuff, the se- relatively grim stuff. Riley Cooper. Oh, boy. I knew you were going to go there. Well, I'm so happy because I have a lot of stuff to say good. about this. All I right. just wrote a piece, too. It's supposed to be coming out today or tomorrow on Riley Cooper. Oh, okay, go ahead. good. NFL.com. Look that up then. What do, so if you I, – I, I don't want to direct you. You tell me. What do you want to say about it? Akbar, well, quick question. What is, yes. uh, what is that piece titled? Uh, you know what? I have no idea what they're going to title it. Okay. Uh, is it under the Inside Out feature? Uh, I think it's going to be inside. Oh, yeah. I, I think it may be inside out. Yes, inside out, man. It'll yes. Be NFL.com Look at what well. we've spawned, yeah. Akbar. Yes, terrific. All right, go ahead. Say say your piece, and okay. then we'll go from there. Well, you know, first off, I I think it's just this notion that Riley Cooper is a racist. Riley Cooper needs to be removed um, from the team. He should be cut. I think that's all nonsense. I think you have to go inside the locker room and, and really understand the culture of the locker room. Uh, it's as such as where there's a lot of stuff that's uncomfortable. I mean, there. Racial slurs that are in the locker room, uh, anti-gay comments that are made in the locker room and phrases. Um, there's political views that players will, will agree, disagree on, um, you know, all those types of things. I mean, even to the point of, I mean, infidelity. I mean, there's all this stuff that this culture. And then you talk about which I'm being really getting really inside out now. If you go to the majority of the, uh, the, the locker rooms in the NFL, 
uh, the black guys. I'm just going straight up to it. The you black did guys, that. You the black lit, guys you dominate for the music. Majority of teams for like two weeks each. Uh, three. Um, <laughs> but the the black guys dominate the, the the music in the locker room. So you'll see a lot of guys playing music like with the in this, in that, in this, and so you're almost inundated with this n word. I mean, all the time. And so I think when you get to Riley Cooper to a point of you know perhaps this is a guy that you know, lost the context and the meaning. Uh, and I don't know his history, I, and I don't want to make an excuse for him. It was wrong. It was an egregious thing. Uh, he shouldn't, it shouldn't have come out of his mouth. I just think to the culture in which he's living in. I know that he's in a locker room that's playing the N-word music at full blast. I mean, it was like that for me when I was at the Dolphins, the Chargers, and the Raiders. We take over the music. There's no country music playing in the locker room, and if it is, we're turning it off. All right, and that's the and that's that's the way it is. And then you know everybody goes, okay, well, whatever. We're not gonna you know compete with this. So I'm just thinking, you know, he gets to the point where he starts funny to funny thing. By the way, wonder why that is. I'm you, I'm curious. Wonder why, because is country music less palatable to people who don't like it at, to, than it is to people who aren't in the well, hip hop? Well, like, yeah, all right, I can I get it because it's at least got some energy, well, even he, if you don't like. Yeah, it. it's it's the energy. It's the 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 the, the majority of the locker room you know, comes from a background that is more associated with hip-hop than it is country. So guys can't get down with it. I mean, even if you look in the stadiums, I mean, you listen to the stadium, they're not playing country music, they're playing hip-hop music. And so that's just become now, obviously, cleaner versions in the in the, um, in the the stadium. But in the locker room, you know, a guy like Roddy Cooper could easily think like, you know what, I can say this now. I have the right. I've been from Florida to the Eagles. I have the right. I've been in this culture for such a long time. I've got this right. I've got this privilege that I can just go out and say whatever I, I want. I hear you, but a couple of points. First of all, if he was somebody who had never used the word before. first He of has. All, right. I, yeah. well, of course. I think, yeah, of course. I'm not that naive to think he doesn't. But we would have heard from Shady McCoy and the other Eagles detractors who say, I don't want to play with this guy. You would have heard it coming out of Florida. You would have heard it from guys like, uh, I mean, I feel like you can't even say his name anymore, but Hernandez and and Pouncey and and Tim Tebow. I mean, something like this would have come up during the draft process where they were looking into Riley Cooper, like, you know, who is this guy? Because I've played with guys that we thought was, um, you know, were racist, Um, but it didn't fracture the locker room. You know, I, I guess the whole piece that I wrote about on Inside Out for, on NFL.com is about forgiving uh, Riley Cooper, that, you know, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different, that you can't go back and say, well, he shouldn't have said this, so let's be vindictive and really get to him. He got his punishment. You know, he's missed four or five days of practice. He's, uh, he's, I know. How about that? Yeah, Boy, he's I'm, a quick learner. He well, went off for counseling, and they taught him. They're like, wow, you're a prodigy with uh, anti-racism. You can get back. No, right? he's not. A, no, because the process. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you go it's through a the, ridiculous yeah, thing. Yeah. To, and, listen, no, 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 the, no, the no. idea you send him to counseling is so, is so no, ludicrous. Why? No, no, it's not ludicrous. <laughs> no, what, no. What, what goes on in that meeting? Hey, don't say those things. They're bad. You know, you shouldn't do You know what? You're right. I shouldn't be racist. It's resetting. Anymore. It's resetting the thinking. It's allowing you to activate who you really are. Because you know, I'll tell you this: the hardest person to get to know is yourself. Because we don't do. A lot of people have your belief that you know there is no. I know who I am. A lot of people don't know who they are. They can analyze other people better. Than they can analyze themselves, and that's what counseling is going to help them allow to let him know. Maybe there is some prejudice in there. Maybe there is some racism going on in his mindset. They allow him to activate that, and then he's got to go through the rehabilitation process. You don't have to be in counseling for thirty days in order to realize i mean if you get straight to the intensity of it you can find out what you need to do and then 
it, it's like once you reveal, like, for example, I have this S issue, for example. Uh, I didn't need to go to counseling for 30, 30 hours to, to re- realize it. Somebody brings it to my attention. I'm now aware of it. I'm in the present mindset. A what issue? An S issue. So when you grow up in the ha- household of a Nigerian household, my, my parents will misplace S. They either will say something, add an S to it that doesn't belong to, or drop an S off. So I've adopted that throughout not knowing that that was an issue. So you may hear me saying, um, uh, you know, car and i mean plural you know or i may drop it off you know so i may drop the i gotta S- go oh, to the yeah. men room yeah right yeah yeah yes yeah. So, yeah yeah something yeah, like that yeah, where yeah. i'm just I'm going. gonna go see the star war yeah i may yeah. i'm hungry I, for a hot <laughs> dog <laughs> right something uh, like that so you know but that's until i became conscious of it then i was able Boy, to make the correction the, the orlando so, magic and miami heat must drive you crazy <laughs> it does it, it actually does <laughs> or when you talk about the lakers and like oh he's a laker or he's he a lakers hold on what can, yeah so can i just say this with someone who actually grew up in nigeria i don't know about oh no I don't think he wait did. hold on no mr I everybody believe, had a driver i i mean i pray i know certain tribes have different accents but i do not i don't think that's true no no it's broken english my parents having the broken english English when they came to this country learning English they some of their stuff is broken I mean I, so I, I can you, speak broken English I, I never had an issue but see that's you but you, you didn't grow up in in the same household that I well, grew up fair in enough, fair yeah, enough yeah, yeah, fair, what yeah. kind of attack were you, you attacked <laughs> you know, he thought that I was putting down the Nigerians I'm not putting down the Nigerians just did you my did, parents you know that English was their second language did you guys have a driver because everybody According to uh, Black Tie, that everybody had a driver growing up out there. No, see, like I went, to, I, I grew up in the hood. I went to Crenshaw High School, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you know, South Central Los Angeles. Like Black Tie, he grew up in, in some, you know, nice gated community or something like that. So he was of the upper echelon Nigerians or something All like right. that. All right, listen, <laughs> I want to talk about this. So let's wrap well, up. Well, the well, Riley well, let me just I say this: I heard what you were Riley saying. Riley Cooper needs to be forgiven. I think that the people out there who are trying to, you know, just take his neck off and, and paint him as something, the kid needs to be met with sensitivity, not with you know this huge intensity. Well, here's what I will say that uh, aligns with where you are on this. First of all, I, again, now I feel like I'm ascending up to Mount Pius on this issue, and I don't want to be uh, bleeding hard on the subject, but. I do think at the very least, maybe Riley Cooper as an individual, this isn't good, but at least it is a reminder, as was Paula Dean. I said this last week and I say it again now. Even if in your heart you are deeply racist, this is a good reminder. This is not a good idea to go out into society. And by the way, if that makes it sound like, hey, that you can harbor racist feelings, just don't share them in public. No, what it actually does is when you when when the the use of that word is quelled in public in public and among society, it diminishes the level of racism by the generation. And you know, hundred years from now, hopefully, we aren't there, and anyway, where you don't hear it at all anymore. But the thing about this, the the excuse makers like yourself, I will say, so what? So you hear it in rap music. So uh, the context is everything. When you watch the Riley Cooper thing, it's aggro, and I'm going to fight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm drunk, See, but you, and everything. You're undermining. You're undermining the 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 strength of music. Music actually permeates through the, the through the soul. It becomes who you are. I could start singing a tune now that you haven't heard twenty years for, uh, in twenty. Uh, 
that you hadn't heard in 20 years and you I start to sing it you'll start to just automatically start to repeat like oh man I hadn't even heard I didn't even know I still remember the words same thing with music it takes over your mind your soul and it becomes who you are so if you hear that and you get to an anger point and then he's getting to this altercation and the first thing that wants to pop out of his mind is this that's why the word needs to be eradicated it needs to just be totally removed from our music from from the reference in movies just it needs to be done with because that all of a sudden has empowered or given him this right that he thought that he might have had or I don't know I don't know I can't make this excuse for him but I can easily make the case that if you hear it enough for example I didn't cuss when I was in junior high school because I didn't grow up with parents who knew how to use the English cuss words now they use other stuff but then it wasn't until I got into the public school system where I heard it enough where I start to use it when I got to a, a, a frustration point. When I get to a frustration point, yes, I will. But I don't cuss on a normal day basis. But if I get to a, a high level, it becomes a part of who I am because I've been exposed to it at a high level. So when you're getting that much content, oh, it becomes who you are. Can I tell you something about swearing as a side note? I often talk about my skills, my human skills. I'm a great urban walker. I can walk through city streets, crowded city streets, without ever completely coming to a stop. That's a skill. I'm great with a remote control, so on. Another one that I'm really good at, I am a master swearer. I swear more than you realize. It just is so natural the way I do it. You don't even notice it. You ever, I wonder where it came from. You ever notice people or you ever notice some people when they swear it, it hits your ear and you're like, oh, that sounds that sounds harsh or crude yeah. or something. It's because they don't know what they're doing. I have sworn. I've probably used the F word seven times since we started this podcast. You don't even notice it. That's how good I am at doing it. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly you right. You can All say right. it without saying it. Are you? You don't even. That's pretty, you don't that's even hear intense. it. I snuck it past you. Yeah. Now, listen. Next subject is uh, we'll, we'll shift over to. Can't the, before, I'm sorry. And I know I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm just. Rank. Do you forgive? Uh, do you forgive Riley Cooper? I do. Do you forgive Riley Cooper? Forget. I mean, that's do you not forgive? my place no, to forgive Do you him. forgive? Do you forgive him? Do you give up the hope that the past could be any different? No, I think he's a creep. See, see, that's 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 the problem with our world. You you you're probably just like the rest of the world. We struggle with bitterness. It's like drinking poison and hoping that the other person's going to die. You got to forgive them. No, listen. There is something to be said about that. What you hear among a lot of successful people is you have to figure out this is this is rhetoric that now you've I've heard a great deal over the last five years or so, which is. You have to realize what you can control and what you can't control. And you hear a lot of that stuff out of quarterbacks, in fact, you know, who are getting booed, you know, and, and uh, Mark Sanchez. And you hear all that. Well, I can't control that. I, you, you have to learn to master only the things that you can control. And, and blank. Uh, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson told us that a couple weeks ago, actually. I find that an interesting thought, and it is something I should get better at. But I get listen. What I think is besides the point. What Shady McCoy thinks is the heart of the issue. And if Shady McCoy is the man on that team, then I would think that uh, that should that would have to. I've take. got news for Shady McCoy. Okay, he, he, I mean, look, and nowhere am I comparing this issue, but an issue that I went through that I talked about in detail in this piece is that I was on a team where a player on the same side of the ball. I will not reveal name. Slept with another man's wife. Whoa. And they were able to play together for 17 weeks. And I saw it go from, I saw the transformation from this tension to to mercy. Was, How do you get from tension please, to was, mercy? Just tell me this. Was Jeff George involved? No. No, Jeff George. I never even played with Jeff George. How old do you think I am? Charlie Garner. 
you know, I, I did play with Charlie Garner, which was cool. Was my that fam- him? No, 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 no. I played with Charlie Garner. I'm not, that's, no. Wes Chandler. No. I'm not saying a name. Right. I'm not giving a name. No, I right. would never do that. So, anyways, if they can get through it, Jay I think LaShawn McCoy can find it in his heart to forgive Riley Cooper. Wow, that's crazy. That's a good story. But that, the whole spirit of Inside Out is that, you, is that we just pull the curtain back. Akbar. Yeah, I would never. That's that's intense. That's intense. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, all right, but the big story this week is now we've moved off of Riley Cooper, except for the last 10 minutes now, and now on to the scourge that is A-Rod and the other guys in MLB. I don't know if you heard what I was saying as, uh, as you were walking in here, but, well, first of all, the question is, how prevalent was it in locker room? You ever see it? You ever hear about yes. it? Yes. You saw it? Yes. Guys would take it out. Uh, guys that I knew intimately, like a needle. Guys in uh, a, a needle. In, in a locker room, you would see it. No, no, not in the locker room. This is in the, in the so not the, the clear home. or the or whatever the stuff no, that Bob no, used to talk no, about. No, no, uh, but it does exist in our game. Uh, I think the game needs to be cleared from it. Um, and uh, you know the thing that always upsets me is I think if you're a cheetah and uh, yeah, I purposely didn't say cheater, cheetah. I caught know? that. Yeah, I caught che- that. if you're a cheetah, I mean, you're just going through trying to cheat really fast and just go through the process. If you can't slow down to actually, you know, admit your faults, that's what makes it worse in this entire situation. I think the A-Rod situation, the the Ryan Barry Bonds, Braun, the Braun, Braun, all of it is based off of lies. You know, my coach used to always say to me, and I'm going to probably say this 100 times this year, um, he would always say, Akbar, it catches up to you when it catches up to you. And I'm like, what the heck does that mean? And it, it catches up to you when it catches up to you when you start to lie and you try to hide this this uh, this big secret. If you get caught, you know what? I got caught. Take your punishment like a man and move on. Well, am I right from what? I mean, listen, you're not a scientist either, but from what you gather, is it impossible or nearly so to ultimately catch guys for doing it? Is that the, is that the heart of the problem? It's hard. It's hard because guys are smart. They they know how to cycle on. They know how to cycle off. Um, even this whole suspension thing, you suspend a guy like A-Rod, and I'm just going to be too, you know, I, I'm pretty sure the mindset is like, oh, you're going to give me 200. I don't know if they're going to continue to test him, but he could go through his whole process, get rehabilitated, go through his, you know, his formula, and come back better at 41 than he was when he was 29. I mean, you know, it's possible. You know, maybe mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's gotten I all I think this- that's the, that's the, the crap. It's really the football, I mean the football, the baseball equivalent. The MLB equivalent of remember mission accomplished George Bush standing out on that uh, on that air carrier early in the Iraq War. Okay, mission accomplished. It's over. And then two years later, it's still going on. Uh. MLB like not 2002 or 2003. They laid down the law. It is over, everyone. This thing we 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 have. Erase the scourge of steroids, and now a decade later, we're still. Talking it's just about it. I, you know what I wonder. I wonder how much of the game back in the day was uh, was clean because it makes you question now. I mean, it was funny well, that that's, La- that's Larry Allen gets up. Larry Allen gets up uh, at this Hall of Fame speech, and he talks about the time that he bench pressed seven hundred pounds, and you know he had to to end it with. And I did it naturally. And I played against Larry Allen. I'll never forget mm-hmm. when they were talking about Larry Allen, you know, uh, punching guys and they would fly off the screen. I was one of those guys. And, and, and uh, this is embarrassing, but that was one of the highlight of my careers. I mean, 
I saw that on film. You just, I didn't. You it's just like, improperly asked careers, by the way. Did I highlight of my careers? You oh, just career. Oh, okay. See, thank you. See, you caught that. Yeah. So my career. See, when you bring it to the present, you're knowledgeable of what you're doing. So it's the highlight of my career, and it wasn't in the moment because in the moment I was mad. I felt like. You know, Rocky going up against Drago and Drago throws him across the ring and he gets up like, come on, let's go. And that's how I felt in the process. But when I watched watched it on film that Monday, I'm like, how can somebody be that strong? Somebody's got to pull this tape up. How can somebody be that strong and punch me and I go flying off the freaking screen? I always I said, remember, you know, he did that in Super Bowl 30 to uh, Greg Lloyd, who was who was uh, no wilting flower. He obliterates him in that Super Bowl, just knocks Greg Lloyd on his bum. What do you think? What do you think Rob Ryan was thinking when he says, "Akbar, you know, you're moving so fast. We're going to line you up in the three technique at 265 pounds to go up against Larry." I said, "Coach, put me anywhere. I don't care." Man, I'm gonna tell you, another I got a- anecdote that proves Rob Ryan's genius. <laughs> yeah, I said, I <laughs> get said, excited, Saints fans! <laughs> Forty-seven points a game against your team. I hope wow. Drew Brees is ready to roll. But that's cool, though. I can still say, in my lifetime, I went up against the strongest man probably in the world, Larry Allen. That's pretty cool. Anyways, I digress. That's great when you're like Rayfield, right? And you're talking about dominating Deacon Jones, but yours is the complete opposite. <laughs> no, I was I mean, dominated by a great player. Oh yeah, it's a uh, highlight. It, it, I mean, it's weird because I know this sounds crazy. It does sound it's, crazy. But hey, I was only I Did was you, only you, in awe of it when I saw it on film because I didn't realize that I had flew that far. I mean, it, in in the moment, it just felt like, oh, I just, you know, I, I got messed up that play. I'll get him next play. He punched me clearly off. I mean, had everybody rolling that Monday, and I was just like this embarrassed, but I was in awe because I wanted to see it. I was like, dang. You know what you I watched? Didn't, didn't you know him? what was on TV the other night and is running on cable? I don't know why, but I'm not asking questions. I'm Tootsie. just happy to see it. Tootsie, yes, I watched Tootsie the other night. Is and that you know, right? Because I brought up that. Oh no, because I, I was tweeting about when I came across it. I was I, I got back into movie streaks. Again. I was joking. I love talking movie streaks. Bill Murray had a great has a little sneaky movie streak that involves Tootsie. Um, but that was a good one, and then uh, and then of course I started looking at the other ones again. But yeah, I was watching Tootsie. But no, Rocky Four. What you just mentioned I love there, Rocky Four. I want to say two things that I've said many times before, and I'm going to say them to you two again, and to the listener and the black tie who's not really listening, so he doesn't count. He's he's <laughs> facebooking right now. Now, two things. First of all, I feel bad for Drago that, that, he's, the that crowd, he's juicing. No. The Soviet crowd, they're, they're shooting off fireworks in the arena at the start of the fight. Literally fireworks mm-hmm. in. I mean, that can't be, you know, they couldn't. They weren't. Pyrotechnics allowed that yeah, in, indoors? In, in, yeah, in the in Soviet night. Union that they were this, uh, for, you know, anyway. By the way, what time was of the day was that fight? Because his son, Rocky's son, at the end of it, he's like, am I going to say shout out to my son who should be asleep right now? I wonder what time they had that fight, fight in Moscow that the boy, what time would it have been in California at the time? Uh, well, watching? you know what? Let, let's see. Let me see. That's a good. Uh, good. Yeah, see what the time difference is. Meantime, what time is so it's early, oh, right? Oh, it had to be like. Siri. What time is it in Moscow right now? The time in Moscow, Russia, is 10.50 p.m. So if it's 10.50 p.m., is it's a 10-hour ten ten hour difference. Is that right? 11 Nine, hours. 11 oh, hours. Oh, you know hours. what? This is a, here's a yeah, new segment within a segment. Yeah. Inside Out, we're, can, we'll continue with that in a second. But right now, let's ask Siri. Let's ask Siri who uh, – oh, first ask, should Riley Cooper be forgiven? Should Riley Cooper be forgiven? In Cooper City, Florida, it's 2.50 p.m. Uh, well, I mean, she at least knew it was in Florida that he's from Florida. <laughs> she doesn't know that much. Ask her, ask her if you if it should be Geno Smith or Mark Sanchez starting for the Jets. 
which quarterback should start for the New York Jets? Let's see. These are the listed quarterbacks for the Jets. Greg McElroy. Mark she Sanchez. Just, well, you're not Matt answering Sims, anything. That's Gino not helping Smith. us in the least. I mean, Siri. at least she knows the quarterback. All right, listen. So Siri was of no help to us. So we'll move off of that. One more question for you. Okay. Again, about the locker room. You know, this is where we pull it all back. What if you have to go to the bathroom during a game? Uh, which do? one? One or two? Well, up to you. What uh, two, both two, happen? Two. You're going into the locker room. No, no doubt about is it. Is that all right? I mean, did anybody? What if you, what if you have black pants? Uh, no, no, you don't. You don't. I've only seen one guy do it. It was an offensive lineman. He was just nasty. No. Yeah. yeah really? Yeah, yeah nasty. He Who pooped, was it? He pooped on himself. Uh, I can't remember. His <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell him myself, though. I can tell him myself. Uh, I, I, I was have, it. Was it you after you Larry Allen water? hit you? You yeah. made water uh, during yes. a game. I, well, I don't. That's, I don't. Like that. you were in the ocean. No, I would say. I don't know if this is appropriate to say, but I peed on myself. I, you know, it's funny. Can the I other, say that? Yeah. The yeah. other day, you relieved I, I took my kids to the beach the other day, and I taught them both the ways of, uh, of you know, what the ocean is, how you can use the ocean. And, you know, because you don't want to have to run back to a public uh, restroom. Which is nasty. What? Yeah. So just contaminate room. the ocean. I got well, it. Wait, how does that contaminate the whatever, ocean? Whatever. If it's what good you, or bad or otherwise, it is what it is. Hold on. This is I, what people do. I had a problem with this at the Pro Bowl because Julian uh, Peterson asked me this one time when I was out there just rafting. He's like, where do you go to the bathroom? And I'm like, here. Like, what do you think the, the whales do? What do you think the dolphins do? You ever Good see a point. dolphin? You ever see a dolphin walk on the shore? I have to assume the salt. I assume the whatever's in the ocean oh, ruins the ruins. Oh, Flipper, man. Flipper's oh, in the no. urinal next to me. Oh, sorry. So you, when you get ocean water in your mouth, that's just fecal matter and uh, all this other. What do you think is going wow. on out there? Oh, oh not, no. Wait a second. Not, well, I'm, I'm hoping people aren't using it for number two. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you might I as well. I mean, if the dolphins anyway, did everybody so else to do it. So, so, so my daughter, you know, did what she needed to do. But the boy, he was unhappy with the idea of it. He didn't want to do it. I tried to teach him. I said, listen, no, you can just go, man. Just let it go. That's all right. Nobody it's can tell the difference. Uh, Calder, and then oh. he, we're standing in the shoreline. Oh, no. He pulled his, uh, he pulled his swim trunks down. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't mean like that. I mean, you just, you don't oh, even pull it down. Oh, you try so, to teach them the covert so, way so, of doing it. So I it. pulled him up, and then I said, well, we're not walking all the way back. So I dug him a little hole in the sand, and he laid down on his side and uh, to, to do it. You know, like he was laying there in the sand, kind of like uh, the San Diego Chargers kicker did. I, you know, put a little towel oh, yeah, up right. to hide him from everybody. And uh, and so so we did let, it that let, way. Let it give, didn't go let, so let me, well though. Let, let uh, me give you two. Let me give you two restroom oh. stories here. One, one one happened on the field. One happened off the field. One on the field. I'm playing. I really got to go. We're in between a drive. And I was like, well, bump. I can't. Well, what am I, coach? I got to go to the bathroom. I just peed on myself, and it was just like right there and then. And then there was other time I was sitting. What team were you playing for? I, I was playing for the Chargers. And there was another white time. Pants? White Back pants. Back to the gold pants. Yeah, but you're, but you're, 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 but, you're, but you're sweat. You're, you're sweating. And then the other time was. Uh, it was a hot game. I forget, but I was, uh, you know, I was going in and out on on, on uh, nickel package, and I had to pee, but I was on the bench, so I just sat there and peed, and I just squirted the water all over me ah. to, to kind of hide it because I stink anyway. I mean, so and then I just hit it that way. But so, the, remember when John Madden used to point out the sweat rings on like the Cowboys' offensive linemen? Like that wasn't sweat; it's just dawned on me. No, but like ninety percent of NFL players, if they've played for. A, any chance, amount of time they peed on themselves during the game. Ah, see, this is what inside out's about. Of NFL players have done it. 
This is why you know we what? have inside out have for you ever... these sorts of revelations. Ninety percent of NFL football players. What a revelation! I don't know that can we I can tweet top that. that. Yeah, I, you know, I think so. Ninety percent. I think it's uh, it's something that should happen. Just just like guys won't tell you that they Peter peeped. Guys won't tell you that they peed on themselves because it's not something natural. It's not something natural that guys are going to want to say. Like if I for, if I get out of them, you put them on. Like in fact, when Dwight Freeney gets on, we should ask him, and I bet you he'll say yes. Well, why? Okay, well, well, that's a question that you can ask. That was Dwight Freeney hanging up. <laughs> Good for you, Rank. You got a legitimate spit. He's going to be like, what? He's going to be like, what in the world did I just call into? All right, that's the end of Inside Out. And uh, while we're waiting for Dwight Freeney, a quick shout out to uh, to one of our uh, favorite citizens of the Czech Republic, Jim Fuss. Man, this character's going through this, that, and the other with his health. We wish him the best, and uh, it's nice to know that he is t- that somehow I don't know why, but uh, stories about ninety percent of NFL players um, doing this to them, you know, doing what Akbar just said in their pants is somehow uplifting. <laughs> him. But if it is, then so be it. Shout out to you, Fuss. Uh, wishing you the best. Also, real quick, Hard Knocks get started today, as you mentioned, I mentioned earlier. It. Yes. Yeah, you right. did. And we also had uh, Sammy at S Fendish who asked, you know, which hard with Hard Knocks kicking off tonight, which HBO series is the best of all time? HBO series. Oh, that is a fun question. Oh, um, I can tell you, The Wire. Oh, is that, that was HBO? HBO. That is that is the for sure. You know what? You know what stinks. I'm uh, I'm ashamed to say, but I, I haven't seen. The wire. Okay, oh. I, I am going to get into oh. it. I have to get caught up on other things. I have to get caught up on Breaking Bad, which I now am. Oh, I want to get. I want to get on. Oh, wait, everybody keeps saying you Breaking can't Bad. Uh, you can't uh, uh, at me. I, then, if I, don't, I can't uh, do. I'm not going to be uh, that here. <laughs> now listen, I got caught oh. up on that, and now I'm also caught up on Game of Thrones. Now it's time for the wire. That's all. So have you, you've never watched the wire once. Uh, I saw the first two episodes. Yeah, know, I'm in about ago. six episodes. People say that's the magic number. Get the five or six, and you're in good shape. Yeah, the, the, okay. The, then you're gonna. They, then it uh, it becomes easy watching, and you're gonna be enthralled and blow through them all in like the next week or two. People keep telling me that. So uh, yeah, I got to get caught up on that very quickly. In regards to what we br- brought up at the top of the show, we said we would talk about that. Hashtag me DDFP. Send us the hashtag DDFP so we can figure out the best jersey and the worst jersey by team for fans to own. Listen, jerseys are expensive. You can't just go out and buy 15 or 20 jerseys from your team. You can only get one, two, maybe if you're lucky. So we have to figure out what the best one to own is. Obviously, you probably don't want a Riley Cooper. Even Akbar, who's forgiven him, you're probably not wearing a Riley Cooper jersey. What is the best Philadelphia Eagles jersey to own, Akbar? Um, mm, Michael Vick. Oh, a number seven for in history. In history, he's. I mean, he's 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 down in history, so it's going to go Michael. I think Vick. a cooler one is Jaworski. As a matter of fact, seven, but Jaworski would be cooler. What Rank- about a Jaworski Rams jersey? That's not too bad. Randall Cunningham, though, would be obviously the Randall the Cunningham's a good one. It's not way to just go. naming the biggest star, but I see where your head's at. He yeah. should, you know. I was thinking about that, and then we'll wrap the show up here since Dwight Freeney's obviously not uh, showing up. So you want people He's to practicing, guys? Practice went late, so, so that's fair why. enough. So we should have them. Let's contain it to the Eagles right now. And try no, to no, 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 no. I want to do this for all time. I'm gonna, I, Are we going to do? A, can we do a I, list for our next can, show? Can I just stop the show? Let me just stop the show right now and tell you what. 
Jim Otto's Double Zero is the best jersey ever to own. There's nothing on the market like it, period. I would instead that say— That is classic. I'm biased because I talk about this guy all the time, but if we're talking Raiders— Give me a number 60 Sistrunk. O to Sistrunk. That's, that, that's the one to get. I like that. O, double T, O, double zero. Come on. <laughs> Come what on. What number were you again? I would go 96? 94. 94. I'm sorry. Right, right. I know when I like to rock my Dieter Brock jersey that that's a good uh, one for the LA Rams. That was easy. I, was, I don't even know no, if that can. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Listen. By Hashtag. the way, did you see my photo with Jack Youngblood? I didn't know. Over, over the weekend? Wow. Jack cool. Youngblood and I did a selfie. Awesome, and it's on Twitter. Yeah, look it up at Adam Rank Akbar. What's your uh, your Twitter handle so people can follow you? At Akbar underscore G B A J A. Just ask Siri; she'll know how to find <laughs> Akbar. And you can ask about American Ninja Warrior while you're at it, and she'll tell you to tune in on NBC on uh, Monday, Monday nights? nights at eight p.m. Right, right before. Oh wait, no, it's on the same time as well. Hard knocks coming up you uh, for I you take, with the Cincinnati Bengals, NFL.com, NFL preseason live. We appreciate if you go through NFL.com slash check, S-H-E-K, and click through there. NFL preseason live. All the games condensed down to 30 minutes so you can keep track. Fantasy purposes like Rank points out. If you're a fan of a team, you want to keep your eye on the quarterback battle and whatever else. Do so there. Nineteen ninety nine is all it'll cost you to do so. So uh, so sign up for that. All right. Hopefully we'll talk to Dwight Freeney, but one thing's for certain, we will talk more about pigskin as the week unfolds. Make sure you look out, keep on the lookout for that. Oh, and when you download us on iTunes, be a deer, make a comment, rate it, all that jazz, and uh, and we appreciate that. All right, listen. All that being said, back with more action for you later in the week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.